Have you noticed that nobody else is working out in here right now? I know. Well, I think that we scared a lot of people off. I wonder how long it's going to be before PBCF says, you know, you really got to, you can't record here. You can't do this here anymore? Yeah, because everybody's being nice to you and staying out of this room. Yeah, plus if we're wildly successful. <laughs> so, we're doing, uh, you know, 45 listens a, an episode. It's true. Uh, With no marketing. It's true. We've got uh, Oakdale CrossFit. CrossFit Oakdale is, yeah. is now following our podcast. Very, I had to look it up on the internet to find out it was in California. Very prominent California gym. That's right. Big shout out to them. Thanks I, for I, I looked them up. Like, the guy who and his wife own it, and they're like, he's like seven-time regionals competitor or something. Well, he's clearly looking to us for some type of... <laughs> he wants to get to the next level. Right. <laughs> Mental strength is what you would listen to this podcast for. It's not any actual useful information. Yeah. Uh, Kristen last night was, like, trying to talk about, like, our comp, our podcast is somehow competing with Damien and Ian's podcast. Competing? Yeah. No, yeah. those... We just have two, uh... What's that? No. We just have two different types of podcasts. Right. They supply information and we supply something else. I don't know what we supply, <laughs> but we... But theirs is very good if you want to... If you're looking for information and looking how to better yourself. Right. Ours is very good for something else. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Morning, Ash. Hey, Ash. Morning, Tony. Morning, Seth. You look adorable in your matching purple t-shirts. Yeah. Uh, well, that's festive. Well, we, we're recording. When, when you're doing a podcast, it's important that you dress in a way that's matched. Yeah. You Where know, were you last night? I was in Boston last night. Ah. Uh, yeah. Somebody's got to run the companies into the ground. <laughs> Not wasn't doing it quick enough. They're not going to run themselves. Doesn't do it on its own. Yeah. <laughs> this is Seth and Tony coming to you. Pioneer Valley uh, CrossFit in Northampton, Massachusetts. It's going to be a hot one today. Yeah. And uh, this is uh, No Rep CrossFit. Uh, the update is we've recently heard that CrossFit will send us send anyone a cease and desist order who uses the yeah. name CrossFit. Right. So that's in the mail any day now. <laughs> so we're, we're waiting on that. Uh, I thought it was cease or desist. I thought you got a choice. I don't think so. We're definitely getting both. <laughs> yeah. Um, so would you want to start with some updates? We could do some updates. Um, which, I'll go first. Yeah. Um, so everyone clearly has listened to our nutrition diet episode with World Class Dave. And um, I received a lot of from the social circle received some negative pushback about the keto diet. So what I did was blindly jump into the keto diet uh, three days ago. So I'm officially in ketosis already, which is an awesome feeling. <laughs> um, been in for about 24 hours, been on the toilet for about 13 hours of that. Um, complete detox of the, of the system. Um, so I'm just going to provide you guys with some updates. I'm going to try to shoot for six weeks of it and see what happens. Um, Let's take a step back. Yeah. Uh, what is the keto diet? So the keto diet is a diet where it's incredibly low carbs, incredibly high fat, a minimum amount of protein, 
basically like 90% fat is what you shoot for. Um, your body then flushes itself of the glycogen that it uses in your muscles and starts using, starts converting the fat that you're eating into ketones, which it uses as energy instead of glycogen or carbohydrates. Okay, I know a lot about nutrition, so yeah. could you just re refresh my recollection of what's glycogen? Um, basically, your body turns the carbohydrates into sugar, and which turns into glycogen to be used for energy in your mu in your muscles, right? Okay. So by doing by doing the keto diet, you stop using carbs for energy and start using fat, which is right. Okay. And get to the part where, where why do you have to spend thirteen hours on the toilet? Is that necessary? Well, I think uh, this is a high fat, low protein, no carb diet. And before this, I was eating no fat, only carbs, and only protein, no vegetables. So this is all donuts. This all the is time. exactly the opposite of how I was eating before. Um, and I am in, my body was in complete panic mode for, <laughs> for a day and a half. Feeling a little better this morning though, so that's good. You're looking better, you're looking a little more svelte. I lost um, seven pounds in water, <laughs> in water weight yesterday alone. And we I know, thought we, it was mistaken, I used two different scales to measure myself. <laughs> we know where, and we know where all that yeah, weight Yeah, we know went. where it went. <laughs> so, <laughs> nah. so, so today we have uh, Ethan in the studio. Ethan, say hello. Studio feels like a stretch. Yeah. Well, <laughs> way no. Well, that's the best we could do. Yeah. So, the, the, the topic for today is how do you go about finding a new CrossFit box when uh, you've been kicked out of your old one? So, you know, all the, the questions that arise about that because, you know, all boxes are the same, but all boxes are different. Right. And... Uh, we may talk a little bit about how the the, um, the programming may be different, but I'm kind of more interested in the social aspect of it. Like, how do you actually get on in a, in a new place? Uh, questions like that. And so we brought in Ethan because, uh, Ethan, you're originally from this area. Yep. You've now gone to two other gyms. So why don't you kind of tell us your journey? Well, first I want to I start off with just a, a huge thank you um, to... The DNA show for everything I've learned from them. It's the most informative podcast to ever come out of Pioneer Valley CrossFit, I think, in my lifetime. Well, there's only two, and this is the <laughs> other one. There's no information yeah. on you this. Got, you guys are top two. <laughs> we are. For sure. Ethan, you, do, you are aware you're not on the DNA for show sure. right now. I'm not Damien. That's not Ian. I look at this as a stepping stone for my career as a Pioneer Valley CrossFit podcast okay. guest. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I'm going to springboard off you guys. Uh, yeah, I, so this is, um, I'm on my third CrossFit gym. I've moved around the country a little bit because of my wife's job. Uh, I, started, uh, I started here about two years ago. I did my on-ramp here. I did some drop-in classes here. And then I went to a CrossFit gym in Connecticut. And I chose that gym based solely on proximity to my house, mm -hmm. which is not should not be the single most salient factor in choosing a gym. It, looking back in, from, from at, at Stanford, were there other gyms relatively close? Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of gyms relatively close. And even, you can't even trust Google. You can't even just type CrossFit into Google and see what comes up near your house because some of them are called strength and conditioning or some of them are called blank 
fitness, you know, but they yeah. offer CrossFit classes. They're they not affiliated, have, yeah. Or they, my, my gym in Chicago now, so I was at that gym in Connecticut for about six months, and then I moved to Chicago, and now I've been at that gym for about a year. Uh, it's South Loop Strength and Conditioning. CrossFit isn't in the name, so if you search on Google for CrossFit Chicago, they don't come up, but I think they're fantastic and probably the best one in Chicago. Or, or... You're not doing CrossFit anymore. You just don't realize it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which would explain my performance yesterday. Right. Yeah. It's a Chicago South Chicago Loop Bar programming. Yeah. It's a it's a uh, prison release program. No, I was thinking uh, of bar. You know, bar the um, the the, the, the uh, fitness stuff based on a ballet dance. Oh yeah. That oh, yeah. All the women do. <laughs> just flexibility and balance. No strength. You were saying that you picked that gym just. Purely based on where it was located. Yeah, I was like, I had been coming to Pioneer Valley CrossFit a couple of times, and I was like, you know what, maybe I do want to do CrossFit as my main fitness thing instead of just lifting, and I asked my yoga instructor, and she was like, oh, there's one right by your house, and I, and I didn't know about it, so I just started going to that one. So let me ask you, so you said that proximity to where you live is not important, shouldn't be a, a main factor. How far is the gym away from your house that you live now in Chicago? Uh, it, it is across the street. <laughs> okay. It is roughly across the street. But it's not the closest one. No, it's half a mile. Okay. But it's not the closest one. Okay. Uh, there are four different gyms I could go to in Chicago that would be about equally convenient. Really? In terms of, you know. Which it, in itself is very convenient. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking yeah. to Dave here. Dave or Eric? I mean, there's, there's other gyms around here that people could go to a lot closer to their houses, but they come to Pioneer Valley CrossFit because they like it a lot better. Well, yeah, me they, and Tony are here, too. Yeah. Yeah. they got a better chance of getting on the board here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good point. So, what what struck you as similar or different when you went to, you know, among, among your three boxes? I think you guys are really fortunate here that you have a great community. That I kind of assumed all CrossFits were like this, where people were really nice to each other and really respectful and, like, supportive of each other working out no matter what level you're at. Like, sure, there's some competition and you know but it generally seems like a pretty positive atmosphere and that is I would say that is less the case at my current gym even though they have great programming and coaching Mm -hmm. Uh, there's definitely some like way too competitive aspects and some ways that the gym is feeding into encouraging people to be really competitive with each other do you think that could be a city thing versus a less populated area thing yeah yeah, for sure. They're probably, like, really motivated type A, you know, hardcore career. It's right downtown. So there's right. maybe less the, you know, teacher, profession, uh, professor, nurse crowd that works out here. Right. So what do you think that the uh, CrossFit box does there versus here that, that makes it a little bit more competitive? Mm, I think you're right. I think it's the crowd. Uh, there's probably eight athletes at my gym who have been to regionals or the games multiple times, whether as a team or an individual, and that just they have their little click of working out together, and they don't do the regular classes, and then they have the competitor class on Saturday. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, It trickles down a little bit into the fitter normals. You know, I always joke that... Are you a fitter normal? I'm a fitter normal. I'm only competing against other men in their 30s who have full-time jobs not as personal trainers. 
and have never been to originals. That is, that's who I'm competing. That isn't fair to men who have full-time jobs because you do not. <laughs> oh, it's not fair to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I'm not looking for fair fights. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't tell him who to compete against. <laughs> yeah. You hit on something, by the way, that the competitor class, people... Uh, it, it, it turns out it can be a thing. Sometimes it's not a thing within yeah. CrossFit communities. What I love about CrossFit is that it makes doing legs and cardio fun, and then being really competitive can suck the fun out of it again. Well, I, you know, I don't know, Seth, what's your... You know that we had the A competitor class here for years. Yep. And then it disbanded or was disbanded. Correct. What was your sense of that whole thing? Um... It's tough because a lot of times people who are in that, I'm not saying that they thought they were better or whatever, they were just alienated themselves from the rest of the community, which seemed, which to me is not why I, I work out here and why I, yeah. why I do CrossFit. It wasn't my bag. And I'm not saying that I was as good as them or, th- or, or better or what, you know anything like that. It was just... You were. <laughs> it was like two separate two separate groups of people. There was like everybody else and then a group of people who did separate programming, which is fine to do your own thing. Um, It doesn't bother me, but it's not something I would want to do. I like working out with my friends and and if they're all friends and they're working out with each other, then good on them. I think it's important to remember that CrossFit is just Zumba with results. It's just a workout class for yuppies. You know, like it's... Yeah. And once you get into that mode of like where you're someone who's really type A and, and you start feeding that part of your personality with CrossFit, it, I think it's going to make you have less fun and make the people around you have less fun. I'm, I'm just thinking about whether or not I agree that CrossFit is Zumba with results. Well, it's an hour-long fitness class. It costs $200 a month. It's all yuppies. And you get results. Seth is not a yuppie. Have you ever seen his tax return? He has a master's degree. I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would challenge the you and yuppie in Seth's case, not the, not the P. But I'm also poor, so I don't know. Like, well, if you didn't do CrossFit, you wouldn't be poor. A substantial, right, a substantial <laughs> portion of my income goes to paying for this. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I mean, I tend to think that there's a fair amount more that goes into CrossFit than Zumba, but yeah. I get your point. I get your point. Which is, like, you're, like, the point is, don't take it so seriously because... Just the word competitor is such nonsense. Like the just because there are people who make their living doing CrossFit and there aren't in Zumba, like don't forget that that's not you and that's I just made I just made the Zumba games, actually. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're in August, they're not in Wisconsin, they're in North Dakota. Yeah. And they're beautiful in August. (laughs) North Dakota is beautiful in August. Cheaper cost of weather. Seth, you would love my gym. If someone lowered the muscle-up rings at my gym to do ring rows, they would be wordlessly escorted out and never allowed back. Beautiful. There's none of that. And that's a humble uh, yeah. brag that you just mentioned that you did listen to the prior podcast, <laughs> which is good for you. I listened to it 20 times to prepare for this. Well, day. that's half the listens. <laughs> well, uh, what was I thinking about? Um, I'm just coming back to this whole CrossFit... Uh, class within a CrossFit box, the yeah. com- a competitor class, and a lot of them, a lot of boxes have them, yeah. and it kind of, to me, it, it does bring up the question or the issue of, you know, is this is it one community, right. or is it 
you know, a bunch of set, smaller, bunch separate, of smaller, separate communities. Is it a bunch of cliques? You know, and to to my mind and my experience with the the competitor class here was that, and I like them all, I know them all, but it felt very separate. It's it, the it's the oh, you think you're better than me class. Well, and I don't think that they thought that, and I don't think that they wanted to project that. I just think that when you have a class within a class, it's hard for it not to feel that way. Uh-huh. That's my sense of it. But do you feel that, like, people in the 415 class think that they're better than people in the 645 class? I think No. That. Oh. Because I, I think that, yeah. <laughs> My, we should talk about how to form a friend group at a CrossFit too, because I have some thoughts on that. But, uh... First I want to ask you, so, you were at this gym, uh-huh. then you went to a gym in Connecticut. Yeah. So you had some experience, and then when you moved to Chicago... Yeah. And you decided, I'm going to continue doing CrossFit. Yeah. What were, like, the key things you looked for when you were, like, I'm like you said, there's a yeah. whole bunch of gyms. What did you look for? Was it programming? Was it space? Was it equipment? Was it so that's a good. That's a good question, and I'm fairly analytical in all of my, like, decisions where I, like, over-research things and uh, try a bunch. My wife always jokes, like, you find a restaurant, like a Thai restaurant you like, and then you never go back until you've tried every other Thai restaurant in Chicago yeah. just to make sure you have the good one. Right. So I definitely approached gym selection like that, too, and I took all five gyms that were that were within reasonable proximity. Right. And I emailed, I started off by emailing uh, the email address on their website and asking like, hey, can I come and try your gym? And I definitely recommend doing that because you will learn so much from just how they respond to you. And the gym I ended up at, the owner responded right away and he said, sure, come on over, try it for a week for free and see if you like it. And some of the other gyms were, yeah, sorry, you have to do on-ramp, we don't let people from other gyms just start here, you can't just try a class, you have to come and do a movement screen and an on-ramp and you have to pay. Some of them wanted, if you want to try a class, you can just pay for a drop So you, sounds like you mostly went off of the ownership uh, response and how you were being treated by them. That got me from five gyms down to three. Okay. And then I physically went to three different gyms and tried them. And, it, and then I mostly decided based on coaching quality and whether or not I liked the people I was going to listen to talk for an hour. One gym I went to was clearly... Gyms have different... Not all CrossFit gyms are trying to be the same thing. One gym I went to was clearly focused on beginners. And people new to CrossFit, and they had very easy, friendly workouts. They didn't have any rings. They didn't have any dumbbells over 25 pounds. They didn't have any kettlebells over 35 pounds. And they were just a beginner CrossFit for people who, you know, don't want to hurt themselves. And that's not where you ended up. That is not where I ended up. The way I watch you work out, yeah, I could have done a six-month stint there. <laughs> uh, so, because for me, when, if I was, I mean, there are other options in this area, right? Like when I first started, there was a location was only in Hadley, which for me is probably fifteen minutes to get to to get over to Hadley. I've never been to Hadley. I have no idea. Twenty minutes. Um, it's not his house words are we don't cross the river. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, so I was driving there, and there was other gyms closer, but the first thing that I looked at was the, the programming, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's what's important to me. 
and I think that here it's better than other places for my for what I'm looking to do, right? Yeah. Um, well, you just really like doing capital C prospect. You like girl wise. You like hero wise. You like you yeah. know, AMRAPs and stuff like that. My gym has a lot of you know it has a lot of imams and it has a lot of thirty seconds on, thirty seconds off, mm-hmm. like stuff where you can't get a score, and it's a little boring. But I know that it, it um, does force you into accessory work. Right? I know that when when Colette looked around at other gyms around here, her sense was that a lot of gyms will kind of cater to the kind of people who <clears throat> don't really want CrossFit. CrossFit is going to present you with workouts that you don't want to do that you don't like at times. Uh-huh. And yes, she right. So some CrossFits will have lots of like high intensity aerobic stuff for mostly for women who want to stay just trim and then other classes that are like really heavy weights for dudes who don't want to do cardio they just want to be big strong guys right which to my mind isn't really crossfit but you know they're they're in a marketplace yeah. you know so the gym's got to got to provide a product that people are going to want to do not that any of those types of programming are, are wrong right it's just yeah. that i that's not what i'm looking for <clears throat> Right. So I, I know I think Ian does a, a really good job with the programming here. Yeah. Um, and if you're interested, you can listen to their thoughts on that on the on their podcast. And they, didn't they do a podcast on? They did a podcast on why uh, why the programming is the way it is. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the D and A show. D and A show. Right? Yeah. Which is I think it's like D apostrophe N apostrophe A. Show very DNA easy to look show. up. Very I thought it was uh, that and symbol, which I don't know what it's called. I don't called. Ampersand? Think so. ampersand. I don't think so. But anyways, theirs is good. Yeah. So like they provide some good information. Not great, okay. like this podcast, but <laughs> definitely good. Yeah. yeah. They don't get they don't get rock star uh, guests like Ethan Kramer. Yeah. <laughs> they just have people you know? like write books yeah. and do all kinds. Yeah. yeah. By the way, uh, yeah, our 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 special guest today is from here. Has lived in Connecticut. Is from Chicago. Flew in from from Greece to be with us today. Just yeah. for this. Yeah. 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 Brought and he has a dog named Charlemagne. Yeah. Culture. Very it's culture. culture. It's all true what you're saying. Very culture. His, I love wife, that my, his uh, wife is a is a trauma surgeon. I love that my highlight reel of my resume to sell me to your listeners includes the stat has lived in Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> like that's an accomplishment. Like, oh, well, there wasn't much like, else to say. I was trying to get out of roll, and I was stuck. It did. It did spike upwards. Yeah. So how do you think? Like, now you've been at a couple gyms, and you come back here, you know, from time to time yeah. when you're in the area. Do you feel it necessary to maintain a relationship with people at both gyms? I mean, I'm not... I'm very close with Tony. I'm a big fan of Tony, and I really like Tony's friends, so it's great to get to hang out with them when I'm here, uh, except you, Seth. <laughs> right, and, the notable exception. But I don't know. Totally I mean, understandable. It's hard to, like, stay in touch. Yeah. Ethan has I'm no idea. Seth, I don't think Seth knows how often you text me asking about how Seth is doing at Watts. He does now, thank you. <laughs> Because, you know, like... You can uh, check my sugar wad, because I've been yeah. using it. Have you? Yeah, ever since you made fun of me for not having any accountability <laughs> whatsoever, I started using sugar wad. This, this podcast is going to make you a such a better athlete. Yeah, I'm a yeah. keto now. You're in, yeah. Yeah. I'm, um, Seth, is a, Seth is a good yardstick for me. Seth is theoretically catchable by me. 
I'm not going to catch him, but it's theoretically possible. Like, if I did wait, the right wait, things, yeah, wait, ate the right thing. What could you possibly do to catch Seth at this point? Quit drinking. Takes steroids. Why would you quit drinking? <laughs> to catch you. That would send Seth. you in a mental down, yeah. downward spiral. You, I, might, you might go right into keto. I have, yeah. I have beaten Seth at workouts before. A number of times. Not a number over three, but a number of times. And it is, it is the sweetest victory you can possibly have. I know that every time I beat Seth in a workout, he gets a DNF. <laughs> yeah. Because it's Diane. Right. And he just, they'll and do I like, skip a, it or yeah. I'll do it. You'll skip it or you do the first round and then you're like, nah, I'm not doing these deadlifts anymore. So, speaking of like beating people, is that how you socially attach yourself to. We had talked about. That's a good question. Tony. We, so, really good we question. talked about developing like uh, like minded people who are similar athletic ability, right? Is that how you. When you moved to a new gym, attached yourself? No, and very consciously not. Okay. Because I I think when you're going to a CrossFit and you want to make new friends, you have to kind of be aware of what your personality is like. And I know... <laughs> you're just you would say you have a strong personality? <laughs> I was going to say that if you asked everyone who knows me to in one word describe me, the nicest word chosen by anyone not my mother would be polarizing. <laughs> I, I would say endearing. Yeah, thank you. Say, thank you, Seth. Uh, so, I think my, my natural tendency would to be going to the gym, like, prison and try to beat up the biggest guy on the first day. That would be, that would be like, my instinct. Right. You know, or... Or get beat up by the biggest guy. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, I went in and was just very quiet for six months. Did not let my freak flag fly. Do you believe that? I'm just trying to figure out how that's even possible. Yeah, that's, there's no way. It was very difficult. You stayed under the radar for six months. Under the radar for six months. Okay. Yeah, because you, go, you started a new CrossFit gym. You can't say anything about anyone else to anyone else because everyone is married or cousins or siblings or yeah. best friends with anyone else. I've, I've done that. I did that at my first gym. Yeah, it's the West Virginia fitness. Yeah. yeah, it is. I talked shit about someone behind their back to someone else, and it was their brother. <laughs> and that'll happen. You just don't know. Yeah. You got to be careful. That was yeah. a very um, incestual yeah. fitness. I mean, everyone has dated everyone. Yep. And that's, like you said, careful. when you go to a new gym, it's probably, it is probably yep. best to keep your head down for a little yep. while. Um, and then, shut, and eyes then open, ears once open. you figure yeah. it, and then you'll get to know people just from class and you'll know who you like being around, so you know who you want to be friends with. Right, so why are you around us when you're here? I, I like, well, my friends in Chicago aren't as fit, so I need someone to play fitness wise. Yeah. Someone ideally less than Seth and more than Tony. Eventually, his friends from Chicago are going to start listening to this program and right. they're going to get to this episode. Well, they might listen to this episode just because he's on it. Yeah. And then, He'll have to find a new gym. Right. One. Now you know why, why Ethan is on his third going on CrossFit <laughs> gym. Everyone but one person in my group would wholeheartedly agree with what I just said. And one would vehemently disagree. Is this a part of the podcast where we start to get into this, the, like, Ethan's psychology? We're, I guess we're sort of roundly in the This lap thing lap. only uh, records for 60 minutes, so I don't <laughs> think we have enough time for that. <laughs> and I would owe you a copay. Yeah. Um, well, both of you guys, in my estimation, have a tendency to go negative about things you say, and even and especially about yourselves, you'll be self-deprecating, but Seth less, but Ethan will, you know, meet somebody and then turn to me and say, 
wow, that guy was a jackass. Yeah. yeah. So I could see how if you're going to be part of a, an insular community, that's right. not really the way you want to go about making Definitely friends. Definitely had to tamp that down. Yeah. Has it come out now that you're settled in? Oh, I have, I have some beefs. Yeah? My, my gym friend used to joke about, Ethan, you have too many beefs. I'm like I'm like the Eminem of my gym. You're, like, you're, you gotta, be- you're beefing. Yeah, you gotta yeah. squash your beefs. Yeah. Like I thought someone stole my uh, um, lightning to auxiliary adapter that I used to plug my phone into the speakers. That was a, that was like a three week beef. Um, I've never even heard of that. Yeah. I don't know thing. what that is either. You know, like when you get it when you get like an iPhone. Yeah, when you get an iPhone that doesn't have a headphone plug, you get that little adapter. Oh yeah. Yeah, thought someone stole my adapter. That was a three week beef. There was a guy I was very competitive with that led to me uh, hurting my back. That your nemesis? I had a, I had my nemesis. Yeah, that was a beef. Got to squash your beefs. Huh. And is that? Do you think that's peculiar to CrossFit? As I mean, it, it, that wouldn't be true if you were at like the like local gym. It just I had. Think, I think everyone has gym beefs. I've heard you two talk about gym beefs. I'm not gonna name. I'm a name. vegetarian. <laughs> yeah, I think that that does happen at regular gyms, especially if you go around the same time as other people. Yeah. Someone, you have to see someone who's lifting more, having terrible form, doing whatever at yes. fitness. And Tony, Tony's beef is with people who tell him what to do. Right. Oh. Right? Uh, Seth's gym beef is with people who lower the rings, the muscle-up rings for ring rows. Shit like that. You know, right. like right. someone who carves out too much room for their equipment and then is rude to other people who want to use the room for their Someone who thinks they're a more valuable member of the jam and are entitled to more space, shit like that. Well, I think that we are more valuable members. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we've talked about that a lot, and that there are di- differing opinions on that. I mean, there's we talked about like people should take some ownership of their own space yeah. and not, like, I, I feel like CrossFit is, a better CrossFit gym is a gym where people don't feel like their value in the community is directly related to how strong they are or how good of a prosecutor they are. Absolutely. And I think that gets back to like competitor classes where people think like I'm I deadlift four hundred pounds, therefore I'm I I get the good bar. Right. So I can do pull ups without a band, so I get the good pull up bar. No you don't. You pay the same to go here. I think that you're in a, a good spot because if you see a lot of that going on when you're in a city, yeah. You see a or you do say something stupid or whatever, whatever yeah. happens, there are other options <laughs> very right. close to you. I mean, I'm not saying we don't have other options. We obviously do. They, they're a little further spread apart, right? But, I mean, you would hate to, in a situation that we're in, Tony, is alienate yourself in some way here because then it would leave you with two other options. Yeah. Or if that happened to you, you'd have eight other options, yeah. right? right? And I, I think that that's true more generally I'm just thinking about there's every so often in the in the in the legal, legal community even in a national level they'll be they'll start talking about civility mm-hmm. lawyers need to start to be civil to each other again and what I find is that when l- lawyers tend to lack civility with other lawyers that they know they're never going to have to work against yeah. ever again you know when but if you're in the same court with lawyers for you know year in and year out you're going to be civil because you have to get along with them sort of the same thing with gyms. Yeah. I mean, if you're in a city and you've got seven gyms to choose from, you can kind of be a jerk wherever you go. Right. But if there's only one option, you better be, you better get along. Your last thoughts to people who are looking at, uh, looking at gyms trying to decide which gym to go to? The two main points are try all the gyms within, walk within commuting distance of your house and see what they're like. Actually go in, do a class, see what they're like. And if they won't let you try a class, they're probably dicks. 
And the second thing is think about your personality and if you want to make new friends, do the opposite of what you're inclined to do. So if you're a loud, brash asshole, maybe tamp it down for six months and get to know the scene before you let your freak flag fly. And if you're really shy, then go in there and be like, you know what, I'm going to introduce myself to people. I'm going to make an effort to get to know people and learn people's names. The worst that could happen is you could go somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, people love a... to talk about themselves. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm on this podcast. <laughs> People love to be asked about what they're doing. And CrossFit is the only workout class that you can talk during class. You can't talk during yoga. You can't talk during Zumba. You know, you shut up and listen. But CrossFit, you know, the instructor talks and then you get to go lift and you get to talk to each other and do things as a team and do team workouts and lift together. And so there's a lot of opportunities to foster um, friendships. I heard you tried to do bar classes, but you got thrown out for talking. Yeah. Is that true? It was one of the reasons I was thrown out. Seth, um, I would. I think that those that is good advice. Definitely, if you just want to work out and get better at fitness or get better in shape, then definitely look to programming equipment. Yep. Um, also, look at if it is a in a location or place where you are actually going to go. Right. Because a lot of people sign up for this. It's expensive and they go twice a week right. and that's not gonna I mean that's what they start, say to start at like two or three times a week yeah. but you know six months from now you're gonna be going more than twice a week you should be going more than twice a week right yeah. ideally so, twice a day right so look to, look for somewhere that you're actually going to go that was that's what I would say yeah I would agree with that well with that uh, it Let's is time for us to go do CrossFit Ethan, thank you for uh, coming back from Greece, uh, flying in special to make this appearance, bringing Charlemagne the dog. Uh, good, it gave me 10 hours to listen to your backlog of uh, episodes. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah, you're the one. Yeah. So, all right, hey, signing off, Seth and Tony. Later, thank you. skaters.